Oh, yeah, he gets mauled by a bear in there. It's based off a true story of a guy that got mauled by a bear. It's a ferocious and brutal attack. All right, well, uh, we're back. We're back. Yeah. yeah. And well, this is the 60th show that, I don't know, some of you might listen to, some of you might not. I don't know. It's up to care. you, as This always. podcast, I think, is a lot like The Abusive Boyfriend, where you always say you're never going to come back. You, you always say it's over. But then once you get to know us, we're a little bit better, and you tell all your friends that, but your friends don't believe it. Uh, but you're so dead set that until the friends get involved, with until you. the friends get involved and they find out he's actually a very nice guy. Maybe he hits you sometimes. Maybe this podcast sucks. Yeah, but it's very, it's a very nice podcast. But you always come so back. So are you, you speaking about yourself as the abusive boyfriend, or are you speaking about being in a relationship you've been in with an abusive? I'm talking boyfriend? about the podcast. I know what you're talking about, but I feel like you brought it up because you have something hiding. So are you the abusive boyfriend, or did you date the abusive boyfriend? Both. You know, I feel like this very podcast... At the same time. At the same time. That is that is Very strange. toxic relationship. I, I feel like imagine. this podcast is a lot like making your bed. It's just not something you really wake up and, and want to do. Yeah. But then you finally get it over with and you do it, and you feel kind of good afterwards. Or controversially, you just don't do it at all, and then yeah. you just sleep in it. You know what I found is actually a great solution to making your bed? Don't get under the covers. I've been doing that since probably sixth or seventh grade. So literally just get a blanket. Doesn't have, doesn't matter. Lay down on your bed on top of the comforter, on top of the sheets, whatever it is that you have on there. Dramatically extends the amount of time that you have between washing your sheets because you don't use them. That's true. You know. You could be homeless as well. You wouldn't have a bed. You wouldn't have to make one. I guess there's a lot of benefits to living free. Do they have do they make you make the bed at the homeless shelter though? Like if you stay there? <laughs> if you're terrible. living in a homeless shelter, are you homeless? Yes and no. Like, if you live in an apartment, aren't you... That's not a home. That's an apartment. Well, I think you're homeless in the sense that you don't have a permanent address. I guess that's true. But if you had a P.O. Okay, hear me out. You have a P.O. box, and you live in a van, are you homeless? I don't know. It depends what your definition of a home is. I think it really does. I wonder how the U.S. government defines it. What if the bridge on the I-90 is your home? What if you say that's home to me? Are you homeless, or are you just not living as lavishly as some other people are? You're just not living in the conventional home. That's something you got to think about. That's that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I guess home, but you know what they say? They say home is where you make it. So, hypothetically speaking, Drew, the I-90 could be your home. (laughs) Could be your home. I'm serious. The field could be your home. Yeah. I mean, what did we do back in the day? Back in the 1500s. We Uh, We had homes. They just, we they had homes, nice. but some people would just sleep in a field. You know what? I want to be like one of those like 18th century trappers exploring early America. Yeah, like Lewis and Clark. No, nah, that's that's the 19th century. I'm talking about like this early 1700s. Yeah, there were no rules back then. No, you could no. literally do whatever you want. Once you got to America, if you were like chilling in the Jamestown settlement in like the 1600s and one day you're like going on a walk. You went on a walk, man. Just I don't, don't know what back. happened after that, but the world was yours. Yeah. You probably got killed oyster. by some Native Americans. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. you probably stole their, their deer and you, yeah, you acted inappropriately to their culture and they probably murdered you. Oh, the Which is how it happens. Brutal back then. That it's brutal. just the way life was. And that was okay. But I mean, can you imagine that? Just the freedom of literally 90%, well, probably 85% of the U.S. today. 
It's just it's just wilderness. There is no one there. I mean, yeah, there's Native Americans, but like, they're so far and few in between. Yeah. You could walk from, I don't know, like Virginia all the way to the West Coast and like not encounter a single person. Imagine how insane that would be. It'd be crazy. It would take you a long time. Would you know that you reached the West Coast, though? Or would you think, damn, that's just a big river? I don't know. I guess I would be like, did I go in a big circle? Like, yeah, that's another point. Like, how would you, so? How did Lewis and Clark know that they actually reached the West Coast? Probably a compass, right? Compass, stars. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that, that was actually the a compass app on the iPhone. Answer. Yeah, <laughs> they, they took. Yeah, they just iPhone. used the Find My iPhone app. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they took a they took a helicopter out to the West Coast, dropped their iPhone there, yeah. took the helicopter back to the East Coast, and then they just walked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was it. They saw everything, but they wanted to see it again, so they decided to walk and really take it They got it the bird's eye view. Now they need to see the bear's view. Then they grunted Red right. Dead Redemption at night, so they got a, a bigger feel for the the wilderness. Yeah, it's actually how Lewis and Clark were trained on Red Dead Redemption, too. <laughs> yeah, they went online. Yeah. <laughs> they learned the ropes. <laughs> yeah, but it was crazy back then. You had so much freedom. There was no one. There's no higher powers barking at you constantly. No Twitter, no Facebook. No bureaucrats. Nope. No government agencies, no social security tax. Chip and I were talking about it over lunch today. Imagine yeah. a world without social media. No Facebook, That'd no Twitter. That'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't it be it awesome? It would be. It would be. I mean, I, there'd be an uproar of people who are upset about it, but, I mean, they were losers anyway. Your life yeah. would be better without it. Everybody's life would be better without social media. I honestly wouldn't mess up. No, I wish it was gone. Well, I guess not everybody's, because some people have made a killing off of social media, like, business-wise, but... Yeah, the only thing I would miss is YouTube. Yeah. I mean, oh, YouTube I would miss, for YouTube sure. is, I mean... I don't know. It's we were talking about that over lunch today too. Like YouTube isn't as bad as Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It's longer form content, so it's less addicting, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm addicted to it. I'm ashamed to admit it, but um, it's it's a lot it's a lot better, I think, than Facebook because I don't like I'll go on YouTube and I can actually like learn something. I can learn how to change my oil or uh, whatever. Facebook, you go on there and you've heard it a million times. You can compare yourself to people and you feel down on yourself, whatever. So I think overall society would just be a lot healthier if we got rid of everything. Yeah. I think society was also a little bit more strict, though, back then. Yeah. Like yeah. What you could get away with. I mean, think about how easy it was to be accused of being a witch and then basically go to a mock trial where you just automatically are told you either admit to being a witch and get shunned or you know, like pronounce your love to Christ and like confess your sins or you hang or you're burned at the stake. Like those are your two options. That's crazy. Even though you weren't actually a witch. Like what is the definition of a witch? Like what did they define as a witch back then? Yeah. Like it was incredibly vague. It could have been anything like just a bunch of weird coincidences that people strung together and half made up could qualify you to be a witch. Like I saw Heather walking and then I saw a black cat following her, witch tendency. I was uh, sewing something. I looked up, and I saw Abigail, and I looked back down, and I pricked my finger with a needle. <laughs> like It's just, like, stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah like, just... These days, it'd be like, man, I'm 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 an idiot. <laughs> but back then, like, it was like, oh my gosh, it's witch. And like, have we gotten I, much smarter since then, though? No. <laughs> like, it was that stupid. But then there was also like some more legitimate claims. Like, I shouldn't say they were legitimate. They were obviously bullshit. But they were more sensible for the time. Like, a woman who was interested in astronomy, for example. 
could be thought of as a witch because she wasn't following the conventional norms of society. <laughs> How many witches would we have today? You know what I'm crap. saying? And Holy I mean, crap. have we evolved really that much since then? Technology, Go on Tinder and you'll find a million witches. Technologically, I think we've uh, we've evolved. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I we've think- gotten. We have the capacity to become smarter, but we haven't. Yeah, I mean, because still- back then they didn't know any better. Which like, is kind of weird. Like, how how would you know better? Like, really? Like, you just got to the new world. There are a plethora of things that could kill you. You know nothing about it. You know nothing about the world at large. Is it round? Is it flat? You don't know because... It doesn't even matter. It doesn't because it doesn't even have, like, an intrinsic value to your survival. No. If it doesn't help you catch a fish or kill a deer, does it really matter? No. I mean, obviously, there's more complex forms of society at this point. There's villages. There's cities. They have inner workings, and people have different jobs. There's accountants. There's blacksmiths. There's sailors. Like, yes, people have more intricate jobs, but so many other things just don't matter because it doesn't affect your daily life. I think people were happy, or to an extent. Um, Well, I think there was just a lot less. Like, there's just so much in our world today where it's like, where do you People focused on quality back then. Yeah. You know, Quality like, and faith. You yeah. didn't. You had like two shirts to get through the year. Yeah. You know, there was no Facebook. You weren't worried about what anybody else was doing. You were just worried about how you're going to survive today with your one shirt. <laughs> and hey, hopefully you don't die of something that could easily be treated by penicillin. Yeah. Because that's 99% of what people died from is something that could have been treated by penicillin. That's crazy. Which Order? I don't think was invented till like the late 1800s or something. <sighs> I wonder how many vegans there were back then. Hitler was a vegan. Or no, he was a vegetarian, excuse me. Vegetarians I can see, but like vegans? Well, here's the thing. If you're vegan, you can't have any animal products. So people would have literally been eating nuts, berries, and fruit. Yeah. And and, uh, vegetables. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can survive off of that. I don't think they could have, to be honest with you. You can to an extent, but you're not going to be healthy. No. You're probably going to die of a common cold. See, I think people might have been vegetarians because there was a lot more dairy to choose from. Yeah, I mean, you know, vegetarian you, I can see, but... Like, you can milk cows or goats and make cheese from it. You yeah. know, you had more options that way. But, but also... I, I, mean, I don't. I think at that point, a lot of people were so focused on just survival, they didn't what choose what they ate. If, you, if you're in the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s, and you're focused on surviving, do you care about saving the cows? Probably not. No. I don't. Yeah, that's we we as a society have become so like I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like how do we go from back then running from a saber toothed tiger trying not to die and surviving each day to it's a long, saving the whales it's a long time ago by like me. not chopping down oak trees, you know what I mean? It's a long time ago for saber toothed tigers to Okay. Dude. Well let's say uh I How about not getting mauled by an angry bear on a fur trading trip? Let's say that. Yeah. Let's say that. Bears are wild creatures. Bears are no joke, dude. You ever see The Revenant? No. With Leo DiCaprio? Oh, yeah. He gets mauled by a bear in there. It's based off a true story of a guy that got mauled by a bear. It's a ferocious and brutal attack. Oh, they're crazy. Hey, dude. Them things can swim. They can climb. They can run. They're strong. It's only a matter of time until they fly. Imagine that back then. So you're, you're wandering through the woods, right? What do you have on you? Nothing. Well, you. Well, obviously, yeah. But but listen to what you have. So you got like you know maybe some nuts and some dried beef that you have, right? 
And you got your knife, because everybody has a knife, and maybe a tomahawk or an axe, another form. But now you're carrying a gun and maybe a pistol. It's a flintlock pistol. So it's not going to work, chances are, if it's raining. Okay. Also, you have one shot, and then it's going to take you a minute to reload. If you're good, maybe 30 seconds. If a bear is charging at you, you don't have time. You don't have time. No you time. Got, you got one shot with that rifle. If you miss, you're down to the pistol. And if even, that doesn't take it down, which it won't because that caliber, because the hunting rifles, I think, were only like a 50 caliber uh, musket ball. Yeah. But if you had, but like a military rifle, like a brown bass in the 1700s would have been like a seven, uh, .70, which is bigger, but it would be less accurate because the barrel wasn't rifled. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. The point, the point is, it's a very small piece of metal. Yeah. Okay? And it doesn't have super high velocity because it's an older gun. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Yeah. So even if you hit that bear with the rifle once and hit it once with the pistol, you're taking that axe out and you're taking that knife out because it's still coming at you. Yeah. So the chances of you surviving are gone. Their skulls are so thick, too, where if you even hit it square between the eyes, yeah. you probably won't even penetrate the skull. So that thing's just going to kind of shake off that musket ball and just probably be even angrier. You got to wait for it to get on top of you and then maybe like shoot it in the throat or like the heart. It's such it's a not, vi- it's such a violent and like it's not gonna brutal happen. way of life back then, especially for somebody like that. It makes sense why they're not concerned with stuff. Uh, I watched a video on YouTube a little while ago. A guy got mauled by a mama grizzly bear. And he said the thing, like, charged him out of nowhere, pushed him over, and then just started, like, mauling his arm, like, his upper chest. And he, like, tried to get to his neck, but he would cover up his neck. Um, And it would just pick him up and slam him on the ground, like, just over and over. And somehow he survived. He got up, he started to walk away, and then the bear decided to come back for seconds. Oh, that story you just said, uh, Drew? That's basically what happened to that guy who Leo DiCaprio was playing in that movie. He got yeah. mauled like twice. Yeah. Like, is, in, in that situation, if that bear sees you, I mean, what do you do? But hey, back then, no modern medicine, no surgery. He's in the woods with like a couple other guys who are probably putting freaking herbs on his wounds. Yeah. So like, surviving back then. Putting tobacco insane. on his open wounds. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Literally insane. It's crazy. And there was another one I saw. Um, this guy was just walking, and out of nowhere, you might have actually seen this. It was recent. I think it was an Asian man walking through a forest. Hmm. And out of nowhere, this black bear just, like, jumped over the top of him. And, like, oh, really? tried to, like, tackle him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, he was walking on. There was, like, a hill above him. He was on a trail. And then there was, like, a little cliff and, like, yeah. another hill below him. Yeah. So the bear jumped, like, cleared him, and then toppled over to, like, the hill on like the lower end and then it started to like try and climb up and like attack him again. And he was just like kicking the bear and like throwing things at it. <laughs> and he was saying things in Asian. I couldn't understand it, but yeah. um, you can tell he was, he wasn't really thrilled. Wasn't having a good time. Wasn't having a great, a great time. Hey, not. Well, moral of the story, don't get attacked by a bear, right? Don't get attacked by the bear, but do fill out the survey. That's the, moral of today's That's story. That's the moral of the story. If you fill out the survey, there's actually a 50% less chance you'll ever get in a bear attack. Yeah. And that is per uh, Dr. Fauci. And if you, if you use code BEAR on the survey, we will send you 
a stuffed teddy bear that was gifted to one of us as a Valentine's gift. We won't say who. No. But it was one of our gifts from Valentine's yep. Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Also, the eyes will be removed. It will have been set on fire and will have been put out with milk. But the milk will have been at least two weeks expired. Yeah. So keep in mind, this is what you'll be receiving. Also, note, we don't have enough money to ship it to you or afford the box to ship it to you in. You will have to come pick it up. Yeah. But we're not going to tell you where. You That's just the other to, trick. You just have to come Yeah, find we're going to hide a treasure well, map somewhere. One so. lucky winner who also fills out the survey will win a vial of penicillin. We can't tell you where we got it. We can't tell you if it's safe or not. You just get to keep it. We so. can't even tell you or guarantee to you that it is real penicillin. We have no idea. We might lace it. And that's if it even is penicillin. Yeah. It might be something else. I feel like we should cut out a part where Drew just talked about us lacing medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. We well, anyway, Dude, that's... you fucking sicko. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drew, you fucking sicko. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's about it. So, see ya. Yeah, that's all we got. Yeah, see ya.